Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 Go Men's Tea or visit mensteaclinic.com. Yeah, buddy, it's hour five of the G Bag Nation on 1053 The Fan here on your home of the Rangers. Here on your home of the Cowboys, uh, we're going to be at spring training one week from today. NFL free agency starting to kick up with franchise tag deals. That's sort of the first wave of news that you're going to be hearing about over the next week to 10 days. And then we'll be into negotiations on March 11th. That's the legal tampering period. I think we should be getting some significant leaks and chatter uh maybe march 1st march 2nd we'll be in surprise next week to talk about it all with you it's time now though for zach wolchuk to entertain you with some sports here's zachary yeah let's hit a little bit of a mixed bag speaking of baseball the yankees have apparently uh put an offer on the table for cy young winner blake snell so don't know what the offer is uh the angels and giants are the other two teams that apparently remain in the mix for blake snell services so we'll wait and see whom he ends up wanting to sign with. Uh, maybe it is the pinstripes, or maybe he's playing within the uh, American League West and the Angels for Ron Washington. Maybe he ends up going to the Giants, and the Giants have certainly been in the market for pitching. Giants over the weekend as well are welcoming back uh, an old friend there of Bruce Bochy, the Kung Fu Panda, who won three World Series titles with Bochy and the San Francisco Giants, is attempting a comeback. At 37 years old, Pablo Sandoval, fan favorite, is getting the invite to Giants spring training. He's going to come to camp as a non-roster invitee, according to NBC Sports Bay Area. And it isn't necessarily just to provide a send-off like the Giants did with Sergio Romo. Uh, In the Panda's mind, he's been telling friends that he feels great and he's trying to make a comeback at the age of 37 years old. So we'll see if that works out for him. But, I mean, it's a fun story. I mean, you talk about, like, heavy-set athletes. Yes. Pablo Sandoval is certainly one of the best that we've had in the last 15 years or so. Yeah. How long has he been out of the sport? I think just a year or two. Okay. Not not very long. Not too bad. I mean, that's probably the perfect amount of time to get healthy. And two years. Yeah. Probably get the body feeling a little bit better, a little bit more limber. Get out there one last ride. Mike Trout has uh, come out and said that people that are, you know, that call and ask for a trade, he views that as an easy way out if he requests to be traded out of L.A. He said he's loyal to the Angels despite their disappointing tenure. I don't know that that's an easy way out. I think if you're Mike Trout and you say, I want out of here, you realize, much like Shohei Otani did, you say, look, you either prove to me that we can win here or I'm leaving. If you want to stay there and you want to live in your own type of world that you can actually win a championship and play meaningful baseball, then fine. Now, maybe Ron Washington does change things up there and the Angels end up being good again. But so far, the entire history of Mike Trout's career there has been failure and disappointment. And no, I don't think it's an easy way out. I think it's being a smart person that wants to win a championship if you want to force your way out of the Angels. 
you know, some people get to those situations and they really don't want to leave because of the comfort and the weather and all that. And then they start talking to their agents and their agents are like, man, you're making a lot more money here in L.A. off your endorsements than you would in a much other city. So LeBron doesn't want to leave. Otani left the Angels, stays with the Dodgers. There's just so many reasons to stay in L.A. that I'd be surprised if, if players want to leave, yeah. you know, um, but. You know, I, I can't imagine being a player and being okay with losing that much. You know, I, I think Mike Trout's in a similar situation to Damian Lillard that at some point you got to say enough's enough. I'd right. love to stay here. I love you guys. I want to buy this team at some point if I can. But I got to go. I got to try to, you know, at least be in some of these heated playoff series. I, for one time in my life, want to hit that three-run bomb to win the game and have the crowd go absolutely ape crap. You know? Oh gosh, he deserves a, that. A Mike Trout playoff Jimmy Jack? I mean, how cool was it in the World Baseball Classic? which was finally a meaningful moment, and it was Otani versus Trout. It's like we haven't seen these guys in these type of high-leverage situations because the Angels just haven't been good. Yeah, yeah, your loyalty to the losing franchise cannot be greater than your loyalty to winning. Like yeah. in, a, in, a, in a sport like, like, what do you... I don't know, I respect the loyalty, but at some point that you have to draw the line in the sand, you would think. I mean, yes. who am I to say if he's happy, then cool, kudos to him for it. But I don't think it's the easy way out. No, I don't I either. think you've squeezed all the juice you possibly can, and especially in a sport like baseball, you one guy can can only do so much here. But how much do you actually want to win a championship or at least compete to win one? Because you haven't. It's not even like you've kind of gotten close and you feel like you're almost there. Like, you couldn't be further, dude. Right. And you have so many teams in your state, you know? Go to the Padres. Go to the Dodgers. Go to the uh, Giants. Giants. Yeah, absolutely. There are tons of competitive teams out there that you could switch to. You know, of course, we'd love to have him here with the Rangers, but he's he's probably gotten so old now and so injured that I, I'm not even sure I'd want to trade for him unless they were eating up yeah. a big part of that salary. No, and, and the 4-3-2, great point. I mean, it makes – he is always hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. Mike Trout's been a guy that has struggled to stay healthy, so you've got to weigh that as well. Some of that's on him. But also, I feel like there's times where he probably could have come back and played. It's just, what's the point of it now? You're out of the playoff race. Why are you going to come back and risk further injury when you don't have to force yourself to, like Corey Seager admitted? He had that sports hernia during the season, in the postseason. He's going to play through it. I'm not missing any games. I'm trying to win a championship right now. When it's meaningful baseball, maybe Mike Trout plays through some of these injuries. But they haven't had to do any of that with the Angels. And Mike Trout has more Rendon in him than I thought he did. Now we have uh, the three-point contest, which was awesome. We talked about this with Sabrina INSU and Steph Curry. So CBS Sports actually put out, like, what's next? What other three-point contest would you like to see? Now, here's what I'm thinking for next year. Okay, this is the Wooly Bully three-point contest plans. This is his strategies. This is for 364 days out. Yeah, because we had Sabrina and Steph afterwards. They were talking about, like, yeah, we got some ideas for next year. Steph might have somebody that he wants to his maybe splash bro. do this with. Exactly. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and the face of women's basketball, Caitlin Clark. Sabrina Ionescu in the three-point contest next year. Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. Or maybe, you know, Steph and Seth is real, bro. That'd be fun. Lots of different ways you could play that. I wouldn't mind Steph's coach, Steve Kerr, like in a a coach's shoot-off. So, okay, doing like some throwbacks. Maybe you get like Reggie Miller versus Ray Allen. Like, let's get some all-time greats into this thing as well. Hey, Ime Udoka shot at least one of his seasons right around 40% as well, you know. So if you do want a coach's bracket, yeah, I think I think you could have multiples in there. We That'd know he's fun. still shooting off the floor. <laughs> I don't know how many how many shots he's getting up. Like you think we could get Magic and Bird to come out here? No, dude, did you see Bird? 
Neither of them, I don't think, are really doing great. Bird looks like an old Russian grandmother. I mean, you could even do it in like a game of horse. So, uh, some pig, maybe. His back issues won't allow for How many Russian him. grandmothers have you seen? <laughs> Far too many, dude. Yeah? I had a... There was a thing for a while. It was, was a phase. You were a gilf guy? <laughs> I was. Look at you. Just the Russian gilfs, though. Uh, LeBron and MJ. I don't think they'll ever compete in anything, but that'd be fun. <laughs> LeBron's not doing anything. Or you just get go righties versus lefties. Like you had Anthony Edwards trying to do the whole lefty deal. Now you get uh, righties versus lefties. That could be fun. Guards versus bigs if you wanted to have fun with it. But I think there's definitely a variety of ways they could go with this. But that, to me, was the highlight of uh, the Saturday night. You know, one of the m- one of the most fun games for the average basketball Joe is playing knockout with your boys. Yeah, we could get knockout in I there. I think a, a, an all-star game of knockout is is uh is going to be fun even horse. I think horse, horse I think, is, and I think Luca would dominate that. You're right. With That's all the, something with, where Luca would yeah, be a favorite. With the trick shots and stuff that yes. he does. Luca would be fantastic if we did some all-star horse. He absolutely would be. NBA player poll is out, according to The Athletic. Who's the best player in the league? Jokic and Embiid split the top votes. Next up, Luka and Anthony Edwards. Oh, come on. Yeah, Anthony Edwards got some votes. Uh, but that's because he voted for himself. Well, that would make sense. Oh, he said, real? right now, me. I'm the best player. You know, I, I think Anthony Edwards is a really good player, but we got to be careful with guys like this and Devin Booker. I mean, yes, great score, can go for 40 on any given night. I think Anthony Edwards has an opportunity to grow into significantly more than what he is, but there's guys totally dominating the game, whether that's Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Luka. In my mind, nobody else is in that sphere right there, and the next one might be KD and LeBron because sure. of where they will take their game once the playoffs start. Yeah, you know, I just... No Kawhi disrespect LeBron, to Edwards. Maybe a top 10 love. player. They love did. It. Yeah. If you could be Adam Silver for a day, what's one thing you would change about the NBA? And the leader was schedule changes. We would have no more back-to-backs. Uh, the yeah. other votes were, I just wouldn't want to be Adam Silver. No, I think we got to drop this thing to 50 games, you know, and, and space it out so you know your stars have a good chance of being in all the games. we got to have more respect for what the workload is. Um, incidentally, European soccer is better at this as well. You know, two games a week, two or three days off between. It's what the sports science says. Um, you know, we were so obsessed with working these guys to death and making as much money as possible in the early days of the league. It's created this tradition of all these games, and there's records, and there's revenue that's tied to it. But I would go ahead and and, and take that jump and hope that, you know, player health and um, – you know, the, the quality of those 50 games that we do have could make up for the difference for us. Yeah. Uh, and surprisingly, the winner in do you still support the NBA 65 game, man, game mandate for the awards eligibility? Majority of the players said yes, they do. Uh, Bam out of bio. I feel like the rule is there for a reason. I don't have anything to say against the rule because I love playing basketball. So I'm going to try to play as many games as possible. Jalen Brown said it's tough because honestly, I do believe that if you win any type of award, I think you should have to play a significant amount of the season. We've got guys who play half the season win MVP. Not a big fan of that. But maybe 65 games might be a little too severe. Maybe they lessen it to 58 or something like that or something just a little bit less. <laughs> maybe it's just a coincidence. To 58. But Kawhi Leonard's going to play more games than he did since he was with the Spurs. He is. You know, and, and again, maybe that's just a coincidence. But I feel like, you know, the league has done a lot to lighten the load on players. Um you know, without taking anything too drastic that I just mentioned. And I think, you know, a lot of the players are like, okay, this is important. I think a lot of the teams are asking these guys to play more. Yeah. 
Um, you know, at, at the same time, there's still enough weight. There's enough wiggle room in there. If you can't play 65 of the 82 games, you know, maybe it's, it's time to look at a different career. Yeah, get out there and play the damn sport, guys. Come on, what are we doing? Uh, is officiating better, the same, or worse? Worse, or no comment, were the uh, latest answers. So that means that it's worse. Is there too much offense in today's NBA? Majority of the players said yes. And who's the best team you've played against this season? Majority of the players voted the Celtics and then the Clippers as one, too. Oh, man, nightmare to try to slow down those teams. Interesting. Yeah, the Celtics, uh, odds on favorite to win the national or to win the, the uh, NBA finals this year because the East is a little bit lacking. The yeah. West depth right now is huge, but you're also getting a, an in real time. They're, they're doing like a, despite the fact that they don't have a first dance, uh, the Celtics are doing a, a last dance style documentary of their team this year. Oh, uh, wow. So we'll get some. I think we have the Rangers doing some type of spring training documentary as well. I saw a headline for that. So that's that's Sounds real. Kind of exciting. Yeah, I believe that's real. Dude, Jared Sandler is going to be all over. Maybe that we can thing. ask Jared if he knows any more about that. I thought uh, Doc Rivers uh, was one of the highlights of All-Star Weekend as well. I learned that he's given that entire playoff or that entire All-Star check to Adrian Griffin. Because he he showed up, he got the job. He's gone three and seven on a team that was what thirty three and thirteen. Mm-hmm. He's gone three and seven in the ten games since. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm giving this check to Adrian Griffin. There you go. Good for him. That's a good man. It's the least you can do, man. Yeah. I mean, you were basically stole his job. I mean, that's what they're kind of saying right now, aren't they? Maybe this maybe that's a guilt check. But um, some of the analysts are are like calling Doc Rivers a, a <laughs> snake in the grass, and he was talking to the owner, oh, trying no. to convince him to get Adrian Griffin fired, and maybe. You know, ask the media to help him a little bit. I don't know. That's speculation and conjecture, but it does not check. look good. It does not look good for him right now, especially with how poorly they've been playing. Well, and he's pointing the fingers at the players. He's like, yeah, for the final game of the the regular season before the All-Star break, it was like, yeah, some of my guys were here, but some of my guys were already in Cabo. You got Joey Logano leading with 24 laps to go. Brad Keselowski and Denny Hamlin battling it out for the three and four spot. Reagan is a runner-up currently. A Bush brother. Is that Kyle or Kurt? I don't know. He's uh, uh, got a blue logo. Uh, he's in sixth. It would be fitting for a Bush or, you know, one of these, uh, I don't know what was the other last name you mentioned there, Reagan, you know, but one of these presidential yeah. last names winning oh. on President's Day I think would be fitting. On President's Day. Yeah, Reagan in the, in the two spot right now. And, it is uh, Kyle. And, and Bush, uh, yeah, I, I bet Kurt's retired by now. Kyle Bush, one of my favorite drivers of all time, such a bad boy of the sport in his early days. He was totally dominant in multiple series and just loves driving. And one time, he flipped me off. It was so cool. I was, it was, I was so cool. I was doing a, a, a weekend show, I think, with Sean at, uh, at Texas Motor Speedway, and we were talking with him, and I was hassling him about something or, or another, and I wish we would have had a webcam that day because we would have had a screenshot of it. It was one of the highlights of my broadcast. Like, it was like a, like a friendly bird flipping? Yeah, like, like okay, we were just okay. razzing each yeah. other, and I think I was growing a beard. It was Duck Dynasty time, and he's like, are you, are you a big fan of the Duck Dynasty guys there? Are you fanboying out for him with your beard and all that? That's and I was, awesome. I think he just got pulled over like doing 120 miles an hour with his kids in the car or something. I called him Dad of the Year. He flipped me off. It's like when That's Randy good. Gregory walked by our table and just yes. gave uh, Mikey the bird. Were you there that day? Yeah, I was interning with you guys then. That was that. Yeah, we were at AT&T Stadium for their annual luncheon, and Randy Gregory had just broken out. I don't know why he flipped us off. We were like either. one weird. of the most pro-Randy pro Gregory yeah. shows in the history of sports. Uh, we supported him. We thought the NFL was, uh, they were the stoned ones in that whole ordeal. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, uh, we got baseball cracking out there in Surprise, Arizona. Their first game is Friday. We fly out Sunday afternoon. Cannot wait to get there. And we'll chat with Jared Sandler, our Rangers insider and play-by-play star about all their big storylines next in the nation. Hey, Mel. Bry here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, and this segment is brought to you by Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION. Go to windownation.com. Uh, 903, why did it look like Gavin and Wolchuk were sizing each other up uh, while walking around the studio? I don't know. It must have just been to some weird camera angles. I was just dorking around with this football. Yeah, and, <laughs> I was just getting my steps in. Well, I thought you were going to take a swing at me there for a second. Nah. Just looked like it. I wouldn't do that. Okay, uh, it's time to talk with uh, Jared Sandler about your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, as we are now into the greatest spring training in the history of the franchise. And uh, Jared joins us from Surprise, Arizona, here on 105.3 The Fan. A uh, longtime pre- and post-game show host, a longtime Texas Rangers insider for us. He's done quite a few play-by-play games over the years on radio. And uh, this year, he will be making his uh, debut as a member of the television crew, along with uh, David Murphy and Mike Bassick and others. They're on that uh, TV side calling the games for Bally. That'll be, uh, you know, Jared Sandler's new addition to the resume there. Pretty cool once uh, once you got radio and TV on your resume. Uh, Jared Sandler, a, a mover and a shaker. couple of things going on in the injury department here to uh, to update you on. Josh Young's calf and how that's progressing. We might be, we good, we got Jared. Might be a couple of a couple of weeks out as uh, Sands joins you now here on your home of the Rangers. Buddy, how we doing? What's up? What's up? Yeah, hey, just looking to talk some Rangers here with you, uh, my man. Now, we got the hot stove show tomorrow, and, and people are waiting for that. Uh, you know, I know the Rangers fans are just rabid at this point. We're actually into spring training, but clean up some injury news for us. How is Josh Young's calf, and, and what are we to expect there? Yeah, I, I think this is one of those, uh, thankfully, it happened early in February or early in spring training and, and mid-February, and hopefully – Uh, As long as everything progresses, there aren't any setbacks, nothing lingering. 
he should be good to go. You know, you, you talk to position players, they don't need the full, you know, seven months of spring training or whatever it is. Uh, so, you know, he should be back three weeks, three and a half weeks worth of at-bats and, and, you know, time spent in the field. And so hopefully, you know, as long as everything progresses, he should be good to go. Now, I'll, I'll tell you what I always say when it comes to these sorts of things. That until he gets back on the field, you don't know that for sure. But based on the information we've been given, shouldn't threaten opening day. Jared, how does the infield look now if you have Josh Young out currently, you have Seager out currently? Who are the guys that are in the mix there at those spots? Yeah, well, if it was just Seager, I would tell you that you probably have Ezekiel Duran playing short just because as of now, it appears he provides uh, a better offensive option than Josh Smith. And frankly, when Ezekiel Duran was playing one position consistently, uh, he he did a pretty nice job. Uh, you know, and, and for Zeke last year, First, uh, you know, first of all, uh, among the among the position carousel was shortstop when Corey Seager went down. He did a really nice job defensively. Now, if both of those guys are out, then you probably have Josh Smith at short and Ezekiel Duran at third, unless the Rangers go out and, and make an acquisition of some kind. Uh, you know, there's some thought that maybe just to protect themselves, they sign a you know a veteran to a minor league deal with a big league invite, just you know to, to add some depth. That's a possibility. Um, another roster, you know, guy who's on the 40 who would be a, a candidate is Jonathan Ornelas. That might more open the door for him to make the team, but I don't know that Jonathan Ornelas has a, a clear path to get a, a starting nod in, you know, everyday playing time until those guys get back. The longer uh, we get into the spring here with Monty not being signed, Jared, it, it, Jim Bowden had an interesting article that maybe you could work a deal with the Rangers for like a one-year type of pillow deal. Do you think that that's likely? I guess it's a possibility, and man, I'd hate that for Jordan Montgomery. I mean, he works his tail off in this messed up collective bargaining agreement system where you have to wait until you're north of 30 to become a free agent. It has the type of year you'd want, you know, entering free agency, and then he has to go and do that. You know, that, that would stink. And, uh, you know, Rangers aside, the fact that three of the top four or five free agents are unsigned and camp started is really bad for the sport. It stinks. Uh, you know, if Monty were to sign with the Rangers or any other team, you know, all the marketing and, and stuff that teams do to prepare for big free agents and to really, you know, get fans excited. I mean, that window's passed. It, it, it's horrible, and it's something that baseball needs to clean up. Uh, is it a possibility, Zach? Yes, it's absolutely a possibility. Uh, I, you know, my guess is Blake Snell is going to be the first domino to fall, and then uh, guys like Jordan Montgomery and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that Cody Bellinger is necessarily tied to – the pitchers, but you know who knows. I guess they're all Boris clients. Uh, you start to see some other things. I, it also stinks for the pitchers, though. It, again, for Cody Bellinger, and this is kind of a cousin to the comment I made about Josh Young and position players. If they're not in camp right away, I mean, I, I, I think they probably would prefer to know where they're going to play at this point. But pitchers, it really is a little bit of a detriment. You know, Jordan Montgomery might not be ready. You know, for his first turn in the rotation as he acclimates to a new team and. You know, I don't know what sort of throwing he's doing. I'm sure he's not just sitting on his backside. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's a possibility. Every day he's available is every day. Uh, you know, it's another day where the Rangers could sign him. But I, I think that would also represent a price drop. I don't think the Rangers, uh, you know, would do five for 125. Uh, a price drop, maybe five for 100 is, is a possibility. I, I don't know. Maybe that's not even a possibility. Uh, but that one-year deal, of course, you know, opens up a, a lot more of an opportunity if, Jordan Montgomery was forced to go that route.
Seager doesn't even want to know what his anticipated return date is. I guess this is a difficult question considering how, um, you know, not secretive, but just, you know, close to the vest they're playing this situation. Do you know a best case, worst case, and how likely it is Seager will miss some of the regular season here as recovers from this sports hernia surgery? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say 50-50, not because scientifically it's 50-50, but because, you know, I think you can make a strong case or there's a good opportunity that he's there on opening day and a good opportunity he's not. Uh, I, you know, I, I think part of it is, is unknown at this point. It's, it's how his body specifically recovers because it is within the window, the realm of possibility that he's there on opening day. And the other thing is, you guys remember when Corey Seager got hurt last year, uh, he very reluctantly went down and got a, uh, had a rehab assignment the first time and the second time he didn't at all. Uh, you know, I don't know that he necessarily needs a ton of plate appearances uh, to put himself out there on opening day. With that said, uh, you know, both of those injuries occurred after he had seen considerable pitching and gotten his timing down. Uh, I think it just depends. If, if you give Corey Seager a, a week to two weeks of at-bats in, you know, in, in the exhibition season, including the – I guess technically the non-spring training portion where the Rangers play those two uh, exhibition games in Arlington, then you could see it. The other thing, too, as well, it would be incredibly special to have him run out there on opening day after not just winning the World Series, but being the guy on a World Series winning team. You know, whether it's one, two, three games that he misses, it's three of 162, and there's no reason to be cavalier about it and rush him out there. Uh, But, yeah, I would say it's still possible. We're just not yet deep enough into his recovery, I think, to really have a clear-cut timetable. Whether he wants to know it or not, there is one out there. I just think he's got to get on the field and do more baseball activity to have a better sense of it. Jared Sandler with us here in the Nation. Uh, I saw Evan Carter's putting on some weight. Is that a is that a direct reflection of of seeing just how jacked Wyatt Langford is as a youngster and feeling the need <laughs> to be able to go toe to toe there? Man, I'd love to compare your legs with Wyatt Langford's legs. Uh, you know what he's got working there between the knee and the waist is pretty impressive. Uh, I think Evan Carter putting on weight is just natural for a guy as skinny as he is, as young as he is. But yeah, I, I, not a surprise. I, you know, I, I think that was always something that he was hoping to to do. I think that process, while he's not behind schedule, maybe a little delayed by some of the injuries he dealt with while he was coming up. But I don't expect you know you to look at Evan Carter and say, "Wow, he is just like unrecognizable." But uh, there's definitely opportunity to put some meat on those bones and. You know, that'll definitely help him, you know, withstand the course of a, a full season, especially if he's going to eventually be playing a lot of center field, whether that's this year or in subsequent seasons. That's a, a very taxing defensive position, and, you know, you obviously want to be ready to take that on physically, not just for a month or three months, but for 162. Just when I thought I couldn't get any more excited to go into that clubhouse next week. You paid oh, that You need to tuck those shorts up and just stand next to White <laughs> Langford and see how it compares. A lot of talent in that body. <laughs> it's uh, Jared Sandler here scouting Langford like uh, Jerry Jones scouting Emmett Smith here uh, with you on, on your home of the Cowboys and Rangers, 105 <laughs> through the fan. You know, speaking of Langford and scouting, though, I, I keep mentioning uh, or I keep reading that uh, folks are saying his outfield instincts aren't great. Is, is there a chance he's an adventure out there to the point that, that frustrates the, the team in a way that could alter that future? Is he, is he a possible DH? Or obviously you wouldn't want to send him back to catcher, which he was dang good at early in his career. But what, what, what's the, uh, the, uh, the outlook like, look like for him there? Yeah, I, Gavin, I think that's a, it, exactly why the question of whether or not you want to call him up to begin the year 
as a predominant DH is an interesting one. Uh, he is too athletic to, to not figure it out in the outfield, right? It, it, we're not talking about, I mean, I, I, gosh, I love Mike Napoli, but Mike Napoli was an adventure, you know, that small portion of you know, his career where he played left field when he came back to the Rangers for a second stint. And a part of that was because, you know, A, he had spent his entire career either catching or playing first, but he just didn't have that type of athleticism. Wyatt Langford has that type of athleticism. And I know that, you know, there's a thought, oh, you just get anyone out there and, you know, they'll figure it out. Uh, you know, I ran around in seventh grade and played the outfield or whatever people might think, in, you know, in their head. It's a little more complex. And I think that with Wyatt Langford, he'll get there. But I think the reps are important. And uh, I, I think that, you know, it might be a case where, let's say he does spend a, a majority of the season in the big leagues, which as long as he's healthy, I expect that to be the case. You know, there, there are some moments out there where you're like, huh, you know, there's, there's definitely room for improvement. But I think, you know, a year, two years from now, we're going to look back and say, gosh, you know, he's come a long way. I just think that, you know, from everything I hear, the instincts and the baseball IQ, uh, along with the work ethic, which, you know, take that for what it's worth. It, it, all these guys, you know, they work their tail off. Uh, but, you know, I think all those things combined with the fact he's got the athleticism, he has the tools you can't coach. I think he will be fine. Now, is he going to be a perennial gold glove award winner? I don't know if that's the case, uh, but I do think that he's someone out there who you'll look at as, as not just not a liability, but someone who I think can play to an above average uh, level in a corner outfield spot, probably more specifically left field when all is said and done. It's uh, at Jared Sandler on Twitter X if you want to follow Wolchuk. Oh, I'm following. Do, do you know any more uh, details when it comes to this behind-the-scenes limited series of uh, spring training we've got going with the Rangers? I just know it's a YouTube deal, and uh, it's, the episodes are going to be about 10 minutes. I think they're going to be released on Sundays. And uh, I, I, I just I think this stuff is really important for baseball. I, I you know, whether, uh, whether it's on a, a major platform like Netflix, which will carry something similar for the Red Sox, or it's just on a YouTube channel that, you know, your fans uh, will be the ones predominantly who view it. Uh, I, I just think the more that, you know, we, we learned from Drive to Survive what that can do for a sport. Right. Uh, and I think baseball is certainly a sport that could benefit from this. The players just need to be open to it. And uh, hopefully the players and the Rangers are open to providing some access. I mean, obviously they are, the, the show's happening, but hopefully you get some good content and hopefully – players realize how this can be a benefit to them and you get more and more of this stuff around the league because uh, I think it will only help this sport grow. And you'll be narrating it? <laughs> I don't think so. I uh, I, I was not asked, uh, but um, I, I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that, you know, I'll, I'll try to find a way to get my, you know, my, my long hair into a shot in the background at some point doing something crazy. Have you caught any wind from surprise about the disdain with these new uniforms? Well, no, I mean, sorry, yes, I have. Uh, I, I will tell you, though, Eric, I think it's something that, you know, it's mid-February and nothing really else is happening right now, and so it's a big topic. I think ultimately people will get over it. Uh, you know, I have heard from some players who, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, actually uh, they might not look great, but they're more comfortable. I've heard from players that said, yeah, they don't really look great. These aren't big league uniforms. And then there are players who are sponsored by Nike who probably have been encouraged by some of their representatives at Nike to uh, support the uniforms, and you're not really sure what they actually believe. So uh, I think it's mixed, but I think ultimately uh, – I think baseball will make some adjustments. That's what I've heard. 
And I think that this will be a, you know, a non-story, hopefully, when a regular season baseball rolls around. You're a freaking legend, Sands. Look forward to hanging out with you in surprise, but not before we see your sweet smiling face on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that's tomorrow. To see you guys tomorrow. All right, buddy. We'll see you then. Take Later care. Though. There he goes. He's yeah. at Jared Sandler on Twitter. A must-follow for Rangers fans everywhere. Had a big in at Daytona 500 again. You know, these restrictor plate tracks and, you know, coming down the stretch, they have all these restarts late in races. And, dude, they're going through all of the in-camera collisions here as I would say at least a dozen, maybe as many as 15 or 20 cars uh, collided in, in the midst of all this craziness. So now they're, they're trying to sort it all out and, and get a restart going as the Daytona 500 as we've been waiting uh, since 3 o'clock to, to get close to a winner. We're closer than ever, but I think this should just be like one or two laps as soon as they can get everything sorted out. Multiple vehicles on fire, multiple vehicles sliding sideways throughout this. Yeah. Man, just uh, I, I it took out half the field. The the good news is nobody got inverted. Nobody went on a barrel roll through the infield or anything like that. We'll have to see who is left and and who are your contenders here as we get uh, set to cross talk with the get right. We'll see what Reggie and CA have cooking uh, next for you. It is the G Bag Nation on one zero five three. The fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Thank you, Lucius. Daytona 500, eight laps to go. They're getting things sorted out. Joey Logano led a race high, uh, race high 45 laps, but he's Dunsky after this wreck. In the restart, Chastain in the lead. Bowman is second. The first name I recognize, Chris, from all of our years covering NASCAR mm-hmm. and going to these races is uh, Chase Elliott, yep. son of Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. And by the way, the, the nighttime... Remember when we were there, the tornado came, and they had yeah. to delay it to nighttime. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we mm-hmm. were there 
uh, uh, with the Midday Show, I yep. think in 2013 or maybe early 2014. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, that was great. The Smoky Mountains in Bristol, Tennessee, was uh, that was, was another a- good amazing location. as well. It it is a cool little deal to you know to cruise around to these different racetracks and these different locations that they are and, and take in some racing. Uh, okay, as we uh, chat now with the get right here, Reggie and CA tonight's configuration, gentlemen. How the heck are you? Doing well, man. How are mm-hmm. y'all? Doing great. You guys have a good weekend. Enjoy the sports. Oh, uh, yeah, decent weekend. Uh, starting to get used to, like, I guess, lighter weekend, especially without, like, all-day Saturday, all-day Sunday feel, right? And at least without the the excitement, right, building up to a AFC championship or NFC championship mm-hmm. game or Super Bowl. I was, like, sitting there on a Sunday like, huh, there really isn't that much that I need to tap into. Like, I got, you know, college basketball on the TVs. Like, all right, do I have to pay attention? Not necessarily. It's hey, like, Gavin. Um, trying to get used to it. Yeah. Ian Rossler looking at Red and said, wow, you made it back from the All-Star weekend really fast. I hate your dunk performance wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, the Jalen Brown talk? Yeah, yeah, the doppelganger. He's right yeah, here. Do you like that or is that bothering Doppelganger. You? I just, I, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, if you enjoy it, it's cool. Man, one he of said, the, I wish I had that money. Yeah. I, that yes, that's, that's true. exactly the thing. It's just like, all right. I mean, I got Lucius is like, I got to get out there and like use it somehow. <laughs> get in the club. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe. let me be your spokesperson, bro. Yeah, right. Maybe well, I'll enjoy it more in that circle. Get you yeah, have a VIP bottles and everything. Exactly. Yeah, I got Brown with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the car. We need an area. I'll be like Reggie Wade. There's Brown right there. Yeah, yeah let us in. If we do get a Mavs Celtics finals, we got to go for it. Oh, got to. Dude, that would be amazing. All right. Yeah, I'm down right. with the shenanigans if that's the case for sure. <laughs> that would be fun. We got him in. We get we get you outside the double AC before right. tip off. In the plaza. You're wearing full Celtics Jalen right. Brown Sign gear. Some autographs. And you're just you're doing some stand ups. Right. I'm gonna need to do some to... workouts before before we get to that point because I don't think I can sell it with the way that the biceps are right now. Now I know of course CA knows what he was trying to go for in the one dunk there, but you did you guys know what this was for mm-hmm. when he did that part? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. dabbing. A dabbing. Okay. Dab a ranch. Right on. <laughs> I honestly don't know though. Was no, it was, it was D Brown, D. Brown the yeah. former Celtic. The, that's there you right. go. With the Reebok pumps. This yeah, is about what yeah. ah, okay. By the way, that was that was, that was ninety one. That was the year that D Brown stole the dunk championship from Sean Kemp. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I say that because Kemp, you know, he's a great dunker in game and yeah. You know, the whole that was just a gimmick. Like Sean, it was a gimmick. Kemp, Sean Kemp could put on a show with that body control. Yes. And the way that he would land him like he was Spider-Man. Right. You know, like Sean Kemp was a showman like before right. and after the dunk. Like YouTube no is highlights. Yeah. Sean Kemp's dunks. I mean, on people's pumpkins heads. Yeah. I'm on it. Uh, that was Dennis Robin. He put his, he put his nuts in Dennis Robin's face. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. The he nuts. did. He did it for us, too. The rain man. What the hell's rain going man. on, bro? He heard the stories. Okay. Did, did you guys enjoy the All-Star Weekend? What do you make of the pace of the current game with uh, accentuating highlights over competition? What do you think? Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it at seven as well, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I think I have been, as I'm just like a, a hoop nerd, right? Like, I love me basketball, my first love when it comes to sports. Um, I've always just been maybe as close to an apologist as you get. Like, I've always just been like, like, I know what it is. I'm here for the enjoyment of it all. This year, I actually am a, in a place where I like, I'm I'm kind of over it, right? Like I'm kind of over it to the place where it has gotten. It's clear that nobody is really putting in an amount of effort, and it's like it's lost its appeal to me personally. I, I mean, I'm still in for it just because it's what you do basketball wise. 
But the actual product itself is not is not worth the squeeze at this point. It's definitely not a game that you can tune in and lock in on. No. Right? You know, it's a game that you have on with your friends and you're having conversations and things are happening that are entertaining on TV. You actually set me up for what I was telling okay. Lucius before I came in here. I only enjoyed that game because I was watching to the alt cast with Charles Barkley, oh, Draymond Green, yeah. and I forget the girl's name that was hosting. Taylor Rooks. Yeah, they... They were great. They were fun. They yeah. were great. And the, you know how uh, TNT has like uh, people have posts or tweets and the comments or the uh, like the, the chat. Yeah. Well, no, just the uh, comments and the you know the gifts and all those things. They were having Jeez. that up there, and this guy this guy described it best. He said, "This is like having a podcast on while you're watching the game." Yeah. And that's oh, exactly because yeah. they weren't talking about the game. It was just on in the background. They were, they were talking about up. NBA stuff. Yeah, they went real manic cast on it with uh, it was, interviews and everything. Yeah, it, yeah. and you know, even Mike Andrew Epps dropped in, and it was like a fun little thing. But Mike not, Lee at one point, I Spike believe. Spike Lee, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun things, what's coming up on the show tonight, gentlemen? I mean, we're, we'll talk about All Star. We'll talk about Mike on Stephen A. Smith, all yeah. that. Uh, but at eight forty, this question: What's a phrase that's overused in sports? Oh, uh, the generational, generational. Talent. Player, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Talent or, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a good one, right? Yeah, generational. Even though we've got gener, it seems like we have generations every two years at this point. Yeah, with how generational the talents are, that's a good one. I hope let's go is not overused. It'll probably make the list. Let's go. Huh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's simple that I didn't I think about, but yeah, go. we we do use let's go quite a bit. Everybody, players, we've been going fans, everybody, everybody. everybody. and it's always after they've already done something too. Right, right. it's like we yeah. already went. Yeah, and, yeah. And of course, on online is LFT, LFG. Yeah. LFG. LFG. Yeah. LFG. <laughs> I, I thought I was forgetting, so I was like, LFG. LFG. Yes, sir. I taught my girls, it's let's freaking go. Let's there you go. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's that's right. That'll, that'll hold off for another like four or five years, right? <laughs> no, I don't think it's holding up <laughs> when they leave. By the way, can we get Willie's Bully a uh, pillow for his legs? Because that was a great I've pillow talk. I've got one. I just don't use it. Maybe I should try it. It's a game changer. A between the leg pillow, CA? You're in on that? I don't have one for that. I did have one back in the day, but I have one that I have for my arm because like my, my mm. back it keeps my you know it's like a little just feathers it's in it stabilizer so i got like three pillows you Need gotta have more gotta than one the trifecta and lucius got it down with four i three here we sure. go speaking of lucius thanks to carter freeman in that pimp cup and lucius Ooh. alexander five hours of flawless radio producing engineering and hosting thanks to uh lucius uh well and thanks to Woolchuck and chia follow uh, Brian Broaddus is out all week long. Send him some love on social media. Until tomorrow at 2, I'm Gavin Dawson. You're going home with the G-Bag Nation. That is. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. 
We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.